The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Support for Armchair and the Saints Happy Hour podcast comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their Lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you using on your balls. That's just nasty. Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Always use the right tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code armchair. All right, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. It is a very sad week for Saints fans. Andrew, it's it's especially sad because this is going to be our final Saints player grades of the year podcast as far as grading games. Thanks to all the $10 patrons. You supported us all year. You allowed Andrew to do this. It was amazing. But, Andrew, I am so sad um, because you did your grades, and you were talking to me last night as you did them, and I read them. And I got madder than I was on Sunday because as I read the grades, it just made me realize that the Saints – had a complete system fucking meltdown. It was like a blue screen of death to a brand new computer, and it came out of the blue. And, you know, it, you know, I know people say, well, any loss would have been frustrating. I get that. But, like, the Patriots lost 14-13. But their fans, when they walked out the stadium, they had seen that shit coming for two months with their offense being, you know, broken essentially. And so if you told them, you're going to lose at home to Tennessee 14-13, if you just told them that a month ago, they'd be like, mm, yeah, that sounds about right. Um, yeah. So, but And the Saints, they just had none of their stars showed up. It was a failure across the board, and it hadn't happened for six weeks. And I just, it just drives me nuts. Yeah. Well, you know, I think, first of all, a lot of, a lot of the blame is going at Drew Brees. Um, and I think a lot of people are pointing the finger at him and he he got a bad grade. I, I don't think he played very well, but I I just think it's grossly unfair when you consider how poorly Kamara has been really the second half of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when you consider how poor the offensive line was, and really McCoy is the only one of the five that got a decent grade for me. I mean, gosh, even Nick Easton, who barely played, he came in as an extra <laughs> blocker and completely whiffed on a on Anthony Barr and a run play was blown up for a, a three-yard loss with Alvin Kamara because of him. So, you know, even the guys that were coming in as subs are screwing up. Um, you know, Armstead didn't live up to expectations. Larry Warford 
was the guy responsible for the fumble. Uh, Ramchek on a couple plays uh, looked very poor. Andres P, I gave him an F, and he was the lowest-graded player. Uh, he was awful. Um, so, you know, the offensive line didn't show up. And, yeah, there were a lot of guys on this team. Uh, and, and it's just weird. I mean, I, I said this before, but, like, when you look at the highest-graded players in this game, for me, uh, I think number one was Taysom Hill, number two was Trey Hendrickson, number three was Deontay Harris. And it's just strange that, you know, Justin Hardy was in the top ten. Um, yeah. It was None a lot of, of names stuff. that, like, that, that's, you know, Lattimore was one of the lowest-graded guys. Michael Thomas wasn't in the top ten. Kamara was not in the top ten. I mean, it's just the guys you count. Like Cam it, Jordan had a bad game. You know, it's just it, disappointing. Andrew, if I, if you, if, if me and you, if, if, like, you came from the future last, like, Wednesday and just handed us your top ten lowest-graded Saints of the game – and we didn't get we didn't get to read the details or any of it. And you had and Andrew from the future had handed it to me and you, and we saw that list. Me and you would have been like, the Saints are fucked. And yes. it's, and it's we're not gonna, we're going to lose by thirty. We're going to lose by thirty. This is going to be a disaster. And that's why it was so frustrating. It all crashed, and they still almost won. That's how good and great this roster was. They they. All their stars basically didn't didn't give even a B score, and they still almost won, and that's why it was so frustrating. The one thing I do want to talk about, look, Andres, Andres Pete, people have a lot of clips of him just getting manhandled by Minnesota. But the one thing that me and you, when we were talking this morning, we had sort of an epiphany, I sort of have an epiphany of, Andres Pete was terrible, and the Saints still refused to put in Nick Easton, so we know they're not going to re-sign Pete. And if they're not going to bring in Easton in a playoff game, to me, that means they're moving on at guard and you're going to have somebody new at guard. It's possible. I mean, the way Nick Easton's contract is structured, he uh, it can eject after year one. And the reason they put that in there is because of his neck surgery. And, you know, they weren't sure health-wise how he was going to do. So, you know, they're like, yeah, if you come in year one and you're a starter and you're looking good – um, then we'll commit to three years and pay you pay you nicely, but we want to be able to eject after year one if things aren't working out for you. So I actually think Nick Easton looked pretty good this year. I don't know if he has a place on this team or, or if they'll cut him and take the cap money. Uh, that remains to be seen. I mean, in general, I think you got to count on injuries happening, and I think you want to hang on to guys that are good, even if they're not starters. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, the fact that he can back up all three – interior lineman positions and he could play center in a pinch. Uh, I think to me, that's probably a guy that you keep, but I don't know if he'll be a starter next year. Uh, but yeah, no, I just beat, he was a disaster and I think it's clear he won't be back next year. Well, one guy who will be back, but he was a disaster is Lattimore. What happened, Andrew? He got, he got roasted and, and, you know, I sort of noticed it during the game, but you, when you broke down the film, you pointed out it was four or five times, I think, in your grades where you said Minnesota on third and less than five were, they were going at him. Yeah, more than five, yeah. There was like a third and seven. There was a third and eight uh, where, you know, it's, man, like opportunity to get off the field and the Vikings move the chains and it's it's Lattimore every time. It's, it's them going to Thielen. I just couldn't believe that Stephon Diggs, who was shadowed the whole game by Janoris Jenkins. He finishes with two, two catches for 19 yards, and he was targeted only three times. And, I mean, they, they tried to run an end around with him. They tried to run a wide receiver pass with him. Like, 
they were trying to do these trick plays just to get him involved uh, because he really wasn't doing anything in the passing game. And I just, that, that's just shocking to me. If you had told me before the game, like, that Diggs was going to be matched up with Jenkins, I would have said, oof, like, I don't know how I feel about that matchup and how that's going to go for the Saints. But the Vikings were content going after Lattimore, and it's just shocking to me on third down. I mean, we just don't see that. You know, with yeah. Eli Apple and P.J. Williams on third down, when you need to move the chains and your distance to go is more than five, like, we, we just never see a team go after Lattimore, and yet Thielen just completely abused him. Um, and that was frustrating to see, but it's just what happened at Marshawn Lattimore in this game. You know, it's not like he had been playing bad for a while and he looked banged up. It wasn't like Xavier Rose where he's had a bad season. He kind of expected yeah. this to happen. Uh, this completely blindsided me. Yeah, and a guy who had an amazing game, just to tr- the best game of his Saints career was Trey Henderson. He was amazing, Andrew. I think, you know, we, we talk about him, and I, I'm not saying that it's going to be something where the light came on and he's going to be awesome. He's going to be a 10 tech guy next year. But I definitely think, in my mind, it solidifies to me that you want Trey Henderson on the Saints team long term because he's a guy that you can play him in the rotation, and if the matchup is right, his effort is so off the charts amazing that he can throw these great games. And he did it because it was not a great tackle. And that just dude just goes a hundred miles an hour, every single play. And he fucking brought it. He brought it. He really did. Uh, you know, maybe the most impressive play is uh, a goal line pass where uh, they'd have a backup tight end off the edge. And he recognizes immediately that that, t- that it's play action and that tight end is going for a route. And so he, if that what's really hard to do is when your hands in the dirt, you know, it's one thing when you're a linebacker and you cover, you know, from a stance where you know, you're braced to do that. But when your hands in the dirt and you're showing pass direction, you have to bounce off that, recognize the play immediately and what the tight end is doing, drop into coverage as a defensive end and, and get the pass break up. Like that was, that was an insane play and just showed that he's more athletic and maybe smarter than I give him credit for. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he had the sack on a nice bull rush. Yeah, he had five tackles, a couple run stuffs. Uh, he, he, there was a holding call that, that he got on a big run where he, you know, gets 10 yards going in the right direction for the Saints. So uh, from top to bottom, really from start to finish in this game, he was the one guy on this defense that I thought played a complete game. And it really was, in my opinion, his best game as a Saint. And it makes you excited for his potential moving forward. I think this is a huge confidence builder for him. And when you look at a rotation with Cam Jordan, Davenport, and Hendrickson, you know, I'd still like to see another edge guy in there. Maybe Granderson mm-hmm. can develop into that. But that's a big thing about this game. They really did not miss Davenport because Hendrickson was that good. And I think it affected the amount of snaps that Granderson got. Because in this game, I think they wanted to play him a little bit as a situational sub. Yeah. And yeah. Hendrickson was so good, uh, the Saints for long stretches were just saying, you know what, we're just going to leave you in there. Yeah. Listen, guys, uh, this podcast is free because of my bookie. Go to mybookie.ag. Use the, use the code CHAIR. You get a 100% sign-up bonus. Gamble your playoff sadness away. Go to mybookie.ag. Use the code CHAIR. Get a 100% sign-up bonus. MyBookie, you play, you win, you get paid. Andrew, we still got to talk about some stuff 
but we're halfway through this podcast, but I wanted to thank all the $10 patrons for signing up. If guys, you stay with us for four more months, you're getting a t-shirt. We're shipping it to you. So stick with us for four more months. And if you're listening to this podcast for the first time, cause it's free. If you sign up at the $10 level, Andrew, now they get a sweet, sweet sticker to rep the Saints Happy Hour podcast. If you stick with us at the $10 level for three months, you get a sweet sticker. So you're also, it. yeah, you're also going to get uh, the benefit if you're on the $10 level. Uh, you know, since you need it for, for four more months to get the T-shirt, uh, just a heads up that uh, during free agency, when the Saints sign a player, it might take me a couple days, uh, but I will watch all their games and I will uh, grade each individual game by them and uh, to kind of give you a sense of how they stack up to the rest yeah. of the Saints roster and how yeah. they did. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one. In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more, but you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. 
They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Fail Better. David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Bite.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Bite. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are, too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. So the other thing in this game, which it's, it's really, this game for Sean Payton, I do think it was one of his worst coach games of the year and one of his worst coach games as a Saint to start because their plan was terrible. Minnesota Zimmer had him on tilt, the Zimmer outcoached him to start. But Andrew, his, their adjustments in the middle of the game, especially on offense, for Sean Payton to look at his offense in a playoff game and go, man, nothing's working. I'm going full Taysom Hill. That takes a lot of courage and balls as a coach to do that, to put it on the guy that's basically a trick play kind of gadget sometimes player. He did it, and it worked. Like you said, he had seven touches and 40% of their, their offense. Yeah, their offense, I think, gained 320-something yards, and he was responsible for 125. So, I mean, it worked out to like almost – it was like 38.5%. It was almost 40% of the offense was Taysom Hill – on seven touches. Uh, it would have been more than that if they had let the uh, fake punt stand. So, <laughs> um, yeah. you know, listen, Taysom Hill was awesome. Um, and, 
you know, you left that game feeling like, man, I wish the ball had been in his hands more often. Um, yeah. So, you know, again, that's that's for him, that's a confidence builder, and he's a huge part of this team moving forward. Uh, you know, we'll get a chance to talk about the off season and everything, but you know, the bit, the one thing I'll say about Taysom right now is he's a restricted free agent, and there's going to be a decision to make about where you tender him, whether it's the first round level, the second round level, or original draft status level, which would be undrafted. Uh, no matter which one they pick, Taysom Hill can sign an offer sheet elsewhere, and the Saints would have the ability to match it. Uh, if they decline to match it then whichever place they tendered him at is the draft pick they would get back. So if they tender him at the lowest level, they have an opportunity to match, but they don't get any compensation. First, first round. First round tender, not a yeah. question. Not yeah, a yeah. question. Because the thing is, yep. because the thing is, if you tender him at a second round pick, I'm telling you, somebody the, will want. We'll the Bill Belichick, the Doug Petersons, the Andy Reeds, the McVeighs, the smart fucking offensive teams, and sport and teams with special teams that 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 appreciate and and believe in having a great special team, they're gonna come to get them. And those are all the teams that maybe not the Rams because they don't have any picks, but like Bill Belichick picking at twenty whatever the Patriots are picking at twenty three or whatever, he would do that in a fucking heartbeat, I believe. And it'll be poison pill, and it'll just be a pain in the ass. So just tend him at the first round and be done with it. I agree. So the last thing on the grades, Andrew, was, you know, people were complaining about they didn't have a, a, a the lack of a second option at receiver, and um, that was part of it. I think I think the offensive line just getting whipped made everything sort of foobar, and it was tough. But again, man, Traquan Smith, he had a chance to make a play early, and he didn't. And I just think. As Sean Payton looks at this game, do you have any faith in these receivers that they have that are not named Michael Thomas? None. Zero. Um, you know, I really like Keith Kirkwood, and the way his season played out is really too bad because I was excited for him this year. and Just seeing how he could develop and, and what kind of receiver he could become. We know Drew Brees likes big receivers, and he has that size. So it's really just too bad. Uh, I really feel like he's yeah. the guy. I'm not ready to give up on Traquan Smith yet, but I feel like he – two years of kind of disappointment now, and I'm starting to feel like, you know, year three is kind of do or die for him. And I'm starting to lose faith that he kind of has what it takes um, to, to be a real NFL receiver, e- even just like a Willie Sneed or a Lance Moore. Like, I don't even know if he can be that good. So uh, we'll, we'll have to see with him, but um, – Obviously, this is a huge need for the Saints. I mean, ideally, Michael Thomas doesn't have to have 10 catches for 150 <laughs> yards every week. You know, now he does it, and it's great, and now he's got the record, and that's awesome and all that. But I don't think season in, season out, you know, you, you've got to have more variety in your offense. So we'll, we'll see what happens uh, this off season. But I think when you look at the 24th pick overall, uh, I'd like to see some investment in the O-line, so that's a possible mm-hmm. place you go. But uh, certainly pass rush is, is a possible place you go, depending on what they do at corner. That's a possible place you go. Um, but receiver has to be really high on the yeah. list. The receivers are expensive. They've already invested yeah. a ton in Michael Thomas. And 
receivers on the open market. I mean, we saw what ended up happening with the, the Tampa guy, Humphreys. Adam well, Humphreys, that's what I was so. I was going to yeah. say. You know, the Saints, they, they really liked Adam Humphreys, but they were like, we valued him at $6 million, not nine and a half or ten or whatever he got. But the thing is with free agency is sometimes it doesn't go like you think it's going to go market-wise. Remember, remember two years ago, nobody paid for a, for safety, and the Saints actually overpaid when they signed Kurt, Kurt Coleman before free agency started, right? They signed him for like $6 million a year, and the free, the free safety market, the total safety market, it collapsed, and no one was getting paid. And like Kenny Vaccaro and all these other players were signing in August for like, you know, way less than Coleman got. So it could be a case where like the wide receiver market turns soft, and the Saints jump in, and you get a guy that, like, you're like, oh, I didn't think he'd be – I thought he was going to be, like, a $9 million player, and he's, like, five. So, you know, you just have to see how it plays out. I think the Saints will, will sniff around there. But, guys, this is the, the Player Grades Podcast. Thanks for supporting it all year. Keep supporting us. We love you guys. Uh, it's been fun. Andrew, I'm sad because we don't have any more games to do. But this is it, the last one. So, guys, we will see you again on the Saints Happy Hour tomorrow.